of How Did This Get Booked. I, of course, am your host, Jake Manning, and I'm a veteran of the professional wrestling business for over a decade, and I've held every single job except selling popcorn. I'm joined, as always, by my tag partner, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. friend, uh, not really drinking buddy, since I blew off your birthday, because it's uh, okay. I think there was a good time to be had, and that's why I ran away. I mean, it was low-key birthday drinks, uh, only had a couple. I'm kind of getting off the sauce a little bit, too. Okay. Uh, not like all the sauce. That's still you sauce. Yeah. Just more sparingly. Sober, soberish. Mm-hmm. Like I switched to a light vinaigrette kind of sauce. Okay. Yeah. You're more yeah. of a little bit. Yeah. Gotcha. Anyways, we are joined as always. Oh, my name is Zane, by the way. You oh, didn't say that. I didn't say your fucking no, name. No, you sure oh, didn't. Oh, I didn't? Okay. Now, now that you expected, we switch co-hosts all of a sudden. Okay. Well, I mean... I figure, people, I, mean. I figure people know about it. Here comes that fucking alpha brain all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Beta brain. Listen, the alpha brain hasn't fucking kicked it. Okay? <laughs> 15 minutes in this podcast, I'm going to be amazing. Yeah. But uh, I know somebody's going to be amazing right out of the gate. Our non-wrestling fan returning, Mimi Benfield. Mimi, yeah. how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good? good day. Well, thank you for coming yeah. back. I think the last episode that we had you on was XPW. Yeah. I like I like the video. You made me watch this time much better. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I was okay. going. I I knew some of them. There was, there, there was less nostalgia. Angel the Hardcore Homo in this one. <laughs> Which one? There's no Angel the Hardcore Homo in this show. Oh, I forgot about that. That was one of the questions. Like, there's anybody doing it as a gimmick? No. Nope. To be gay? There's no. <laughs> there's no hey, new jack like, in there. No. They got everything else, but there's no like. Oh, there's slim. a lot. There's, there's a lot. There's a whole bunch. A lot, but. Uh, you know, we always ask people, like, their, their wrestling backgrounds, but for people who return, we always ask, did your being on the podcast and watching the last show that we required you to watch, did that inspire you to watch any other pro wrestling in between them? That, that's a big, that's a big, that's a wide swing of the head, not up and down, but side to side. I like your Instagram videos. It's good. Okay. A supportive friend. <laughs> in, in the same sense that some people's pro wrestling is just gifts of the young bucks, yeah. I mean, I, for you it's gifts of the Man Scout Manning. Fall. And don't worry, no one ever says yes. Like, there's not been a yes yet. I was worried. Oh yeah, I became a huge wrestling <laughs> fan, and now it's all I do. I'll see you at WrestleMania. No. Well, that's that. that's definitely not the goal of this podcast. No, yeah, we we'd lose people if if they did that. Uh, well, I thought the goal of this podcast was to lose as many people as possible <laughs> because we're doing a fantastic. So it's just job. you and me. Yeah, exactly. The, we're the only ones listening. Not even the guests listen sometimes. No, so, but, I don't listen. Uh, I barely listen. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I, I was here, and I just found out our editor he doesn't listen either. Well, so already. you so, know, so so fuck him. So we are doing this podcast in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only listen to podcasts about like ghost and murder and stuff because I'm that white. <laughs> so so you want to talk here, about the No Sleep the podcast? Here, I was about Robert Kennedy's murder. I was like, this will put me in a good mood for funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part of the show where we put over other podcasts again. 
Yeah, <laughs> other people's comedy specials. Mm-hmm, that's that's mm-hmm. always a go-to on this. Chris Rock's is real good. Is it? Just saw it. Is it as good as Tom Segura's? Oh, nothing's as good as Tom okay, Segura's. Okay, well, we have to always clear... That, that is our forever <laughs> standard. Yeah. Other, other I watch the Chris Rock. I'm kind of waiting till everyone around me watches it. <laughs> they just kind of tell... I know, for some reason... Regurgitate all the jokes to you. I'm going to kind of wait, because I... It's right there. I'm still on my brother's Netflix. I can watch it whenever I want. <laughs> Until somebody does his material on an open mic that you host. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I take care of that. Thank you, too. That, that Wag you the do. I have accused people of doing it. Like, not like in a mean way or anything. But like, I've heard that joke. And they're like, yeah, you've heard me tell it. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a compliment, then. Okay, like, like a hawk watching over the Charlotte <laughs> comedy scene. Well, let's dive right into today's discussion point, and it's a it, it's a doozy, and it's a, something kind of new that came up on the WWE Network. Mm-hmm. They released a lot of the Coliseum home video releases, and, and me and Zane felt it'd be appropriate that maybe we dive into uh, this library, maybe maybe more of it. We might be doing more of it, especially since they're they, so short. They're so short. <laughs> it's not the three hour shows that we're used to or the yeah. two plus hours that made you watch last time. So I think Yeah, we're gonna... and I tried to watch it like an hour before I got he's like, Oh, just that way to be fresh from over. I was like, What the hell? It's how many minutes? This is ridiculous. Is there any porn in it? Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> well, XBW, yeah, you're very, very I can't nice. masturbate to any of this. I like sweaty half naked men rolling around and stuff, but this is a little really? more theatrical. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't fuck with that straight shit. Oh, well, yeah? It's straight to my own kind. There you go. <laughs> Equal opportunity. Listen, I can see the appeal. They're very, very intent. You know what I'm saying? Like two men attending to each other's needs. Mm-hmm. I, I I get it. That's I see the appeal. Sometimes you got to get your needs met. Yeah. It's a man, it's a man. Mm-hmm. It's 2018. I yeah. like seeing stuff I haven't seen before. <laughs> I haven't been a part of anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dicks. There's a whole bunch of dicks. <laughs> Me, me, and Dix, 2018. Well, uh, the... the... <laughs> I, just, I just like to watch. I, mean, I just like to sit in the corner. In a dark corner. In the dark, just see the light of my So you're seat. Schwarzenegger in True Lies. Yeah, That's sure. cool. Yeah, I've been compared to him before. Yeah. It's because <laughs> you're so jacked. Oh, yeah. Under my human honor box. <laughs> Protect my muscles. Well, uh, this is the year of 2018, but let's fat- rewind back to the year of April 12th, 1985. April 12th, was- not a year, but 85 is. Well, the year of 1985, <laughs> April 12th, and they had a very specific release date mm-hmm. on... Are- is your job just to like shit on me today? Yeah, yeah, is- yeah. Is that what it is? I took my alpha brain, Listen, so I'm-, I- I'm there for the quips. You're always under. Take it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take it, big guy. I'm a power bottom. Thank you very much. I don't know, believe it. So... I'm not banned. Whoa! Ooh. Boom! Very homoerotic in all caps. <laughs> 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 well, the Coliseum home video that we were watching today, I believe, is Coliseum video number one. This is yeah. the first first release in the entire catalog, and it is bloopers, bleeps, and body slams. <laughs> which I feel like this video was released to capitalize on the blooper home video market. Yeah, that was probably. Booming at this time, like the NFL's probably had like NFL's greatest hits, uh, major league bloopers. Mm-hmm. This was, it was probably all of those things, and WWF was trying to capitalize on that market. And we start with Gorilla Monsoon and yeah. WWF Video Control. Um, <laughs> I liked his name. I was like, What is is that? How you guys pick it? You have an animal and a type mm-hmm. of weather, yeah. And I picked Muskrat Sprinkle, 
Oh, that's a hell of a name. This is Muskrat Sprinkle coming to you from... <laughs> Muskrat Sprinkle! Coming from the How Did This Get Booked control room. <laughs> but yeah, there's just a hodgepodge of stuff that's just kind of thrown together in this video. So we're going to try and cover this the best we can and the things that stick out. Um, so I, I, I have a couple notes. So if there's anything mm-hmm. that pops up or we've moved over something, please jump out at me. Anything that... Right off the bat. Muskrat. Yeah, other than Gorilla Monsoon's name, what was like one of the first things you noticed in this video? Um, well, the next one I have is hashtag Me Too. There's a lot of domestic violence reference. <laughs> what was his face? Uh, Mr. Blassie. Yeah, Freddie Blassie. Blassie. Like, yeah, Lord that that Lord alone. Of mercy. Uh, that's problematic, as they would say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, in 1985, they would call it comedy. Today, yeah. it is problematic. Oh, I saw. I definitely was. I saw him sitting over there too. I was like, the guy in the peach suit with the sparkle <laughs> suspenders, talking about broads. He reminds me of my grandmother. Goofy broads. Yeah. Not yeah. just regular broads, goofy broads. What is they telling about his second wife? He's like, hey, I've had to put him in a choker hold to kick him around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think you should totally wife. try your holds out on the, on women. <laughs> like, like, his main point was like, just make sure you land it right because yeah. you both could get hurt. Yeah. Hurt her just a bit. <laughs> the, and art, the art's still the most important. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't realize until I was going over my notes again, but I should have done more research on it. Um, but looking at it now where we stand... Uh, it is very problematic to talk about how you're doing the, the superfly snooker on your wife. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when he murdered his side piece. Yep. What? He killed a bitch. Super, super, superfly snooker. Oh. Allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, I thought it was his Freddie dude. Uh, no, no, no. no. I mean, Freddie Blassie might have killed a girl, but he we don't might know. Have. I mean, he was, and also he was like around Hollywood <laughs> during like the, the 50s, so he might have been murdering all kinds he of He knows people. his way around a dead body. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, he, he probably. Probably could have been a side character in L.A. Confidential, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so for sure. Oh, yeah, Jimmy Snooker killed a girl. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Well, he's allegedly. not going to sue us. He's not listening. There seems to be a lot of aggression in this whole industry. So yeah, he's I dead. I can understand so. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, but it's all the testosterone. Steroids. <sighs> that's why you punch walls and stuff. Right? Yeah. I love when I see a guy that's like got a cast on. What happened? I punched a wall. <laughs> and the Dummy. wall won. Yeah. yeah. Or, or some <laughs> jackass trying to break bricks here in a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was trying. God, tiger, he was trying. Tiger, it was tiger yeah. Chun Lee. Yeah. It was hurting me. It's like if I would have been in, in person, I was like, can I just do it? <laughs> I, <laughs> this... I feel like you're doing something really wrong here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I like how it was, the explanation was is it was fireplace brick, so it had like metal wrapped up yeah. it so it wouldn't properly break. No, I, I just don't think you can punch it bricks. It was off the side just fine. Yeah. So. yeah. That brick broke that brick just fine. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you're just not strong. Maybe get brick or your hands. Maybe you're a muskrat sprinkle. <laughs> yeah. I feel like muskrat sprinkle is very strong. Yeah. yeah. But like sweet about it. Yeah, real, and like, then real when southern. And you're down, it's sprinkles. Mm-hmm. I win. That's how you, you win, you beat them, and then you sprinkle on them. Sprinkles. A little glitter in my pocket. Or, you know, you pee on blind it, whatever, them, depending on... Okay, well, yeah, you want to do that kind of No sprinkle. kind of sprinkle we're talking about here. We can double up on the sprinkle. Sprinkle tinkle. Sprinkle tinkle. Muskrat sprinkle tinkle. This is going to be a character in the child's book I'm working on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, there's a lot of Captain Lou. Whole mess of Lou. Whole oh, yeah. mess of Lou. A Zane... Considering you look very much like Captain <laughs> Lou Albano, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, you can never have enough Captain Lou Albano. I feel like uh, you can have enough. You really and think I feel, so? Yeah, okay. I feel like this video is the definition of having too much Captain Lou Albano. Well, I feel that his interview section with McMahon about uh, like the, the write-ins was way better. Uh, <laughs> it was funny. 
Because, I mean... I don't like fat people. Yeah, and who does? What do you identify with? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a muskrat. The sprinkles. Uh, I forgot that he was the, with the Cindy Lauper video. When that yeah. happened, I was like, I got literally excited. He was, like, he was also Mario in the Mario Brothers show. Oh, the show? Yeah, it was like the, the live show, and then it would also have the cartoon in it. He was also that. Mario in that. He was also the voice. Um, I do like in his inter- uh, in his interview segment and in Blassie's, they both talk about the pulmonary artery, <laughs> which leads me to believe that managers are just you know geniuses of the heart. Uh-huh. So that was real weird because uh, Blassie's was about uh, the I want to say women up because I, 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 I that was my main takeaway. I, I can't remember what he was on about, but he talked about how oh it was uh, who. Uh, Albano's would have been about the uh, his medulla is so large. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that leads down into his pulmonary, and then there was uh, then Blassie talked about it too. And then uh, oh, we also we also know that he is very good at making a homemade deodorant. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of witch hazel? Get some witch hazel. Yeah. Yeah, very detailed. About yeah. That. Like, that's actually his thing. It has to be that detailed of an mm-hmm. answer. And he showers four to five times. Yeah, a day. yeah. I was like, well, that's good. So he we looks like he doesn't for sure. Yeah, <laughs> zero. It looks like he has lots of rubber bands. Zero shower etiquette. Why got it tied on his face like that? Is it, was his face pierced? I, I don't see. see I, I, I've, I've never understood something. why he put rubber bands yeah. on his face. Because like it changed. Like I know like they used to have it it's in the cheek sometimes. So the answer is still do not know. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> Insufficient Ask evidence. Why. If you're looking for me for an answer on that, I yeah. still don't have I don't a fucking clue. But like, like, it would move spots on his face sometimes though. So I thought like, maybe, I used to think it was pierced because it was always over on the cheek area. But now seeing like right beside his nose, like maybe yeah. he just taped it on. Maybe he was just fuzzy. He had like a bunch of stray hairs. Or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they look like rubber bands. Like if he had, oh a, no, that's he tied their. Oh okay. Yeah. But if he had like a derma piercing or something like that, and before it was big. Yeah, and then he put like, but why would you put a rubber band? Maybe he just stapled yeah. it to his face because he's hardcore. Maybe. I, I I just don't know. Like I don't know if that was a, a style in 1985, or or he thought that was a good idea. That was his thing. He was trying to have a thing. Like he's the only person I know that had like rubber bands stuck to their face. Like I know of, like there's the Sex Pistols. They'd have like a uh, like they pierce their ears, but they put a paper clip in, or they'd have something like safety that. pin. Yeah. Yeah, safety pin. That's what I was thinking of. I did but, that in high school. That's cool. Yeah, but like. You never thought to put a rubber band on no. on, on you, like you know. Which like, hey, maybe he's just smarter than everybody else. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I like that they entered. What did they say? A walking ad for birth control. I'm like, yeah, I can see that for sure. Nice that they had that back then. Mm-hmm. Oh, All right, you uh, have an answer. I went to the Wikipedia. Uh, cool. He later developed a trademark applying rubber bands to his beard after seeing a homeless man do the same. He also often wore a rubber band hanging from a safety pin he pushed through his cheek. Damn. That's a tiny safety pin, man. Yeah. Maybe more like a push pin, like a bot, like not a body pin, but like, uh, like if you were like little ones you do for hymns for sewing. And one of those. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, one of those I mean, kind of pins. And just... So Captain Lou mm-hmm. saw a homeless person and was yeah. like, ah, that's a good idea. That guy's got it figured the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> Okay. Look what I saw this homeless guy do. And that's maybe that's how that, that could arguably be the reason we have man buns today. <laughs> well, I mean, Captain Lou saw that guy, so he started here. And then he just obviously with it his migrated. patches of hair, migrated up his cheek until eventually top of guy's head today. That just feels kind of nice. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, can you put your quaff up in a... Back in the day. I'm not there quite yet. I'm mm-hmm. growing it back out a little. Yeah. Just on top. Well, you like... 
Um, I, we should talk about this because Mimi, you mentioned you're a big fan of uh, gay porn. <laughs> Let's talk about the pose down. Yeah. Um, and the very homoerotic part. That's the note for that. The muscle man titty pose. This is, I feel like this is like Vince McMahon's personal own male strip choice. This is his wet yeah, dream. Like, like this, is, this, sure. is, this is a wing in his mansion mm-hmm. in Stanford, Connecticut. Like that room years later was the room where Chris Masters was molested. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just to get his contract. I like, feel Tony Atlas. Atlas still lives there. <laughs> During, when he was Saba Simba and he was homeless, <laughs> yeah. Mystic Man put him up there. But he's like, hey, you got to put the posing trunks on. I'm going to need you to, you got a show at three, five, seven, and nine. So <laughs> get like, ready, big guy. Like I feel like this is an actual place where some dark stuff has <laughs> happened. And Paul Orndorff like, knows the deal. Like, oh, yeah. just hurry up and get it over with. Yeah. I'll show him my wanger and just get out. You know, like. Was I, that the, one, the white guy? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He was mad. I was more concerned that they were barefoot in this place because you know this is the type of place that has jizz on the floor regularly. Oh, for sure. I feel like most places just do. Yeah, like all the libraries. Yeah, guys just be squirting everywhere. I could do it. I'd be doing it everywhere. A little in here, a little pudding there. <laughs> Just, just animals, just just just, just sprinkling and tinkling everywhere. Well, as I was a joke with somebody. It's like I've never knowingly ingested semen, but I'm willing to bet. <laughs> I'm almost 100 percent sure I probably have. Oh yeah, accident. come on now. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I'm not a bad, <laughs> I, I get it. You never compl- never complained at a restaurant. Well, yeah, but it's not like it's, it's too salty. Nah. I feel like I'm not gonna go farther with that. <laughs> you go as far as you want. I'm about to say, is it due to lack of no, I, lack of knowledge about the semen? It's well, it's just I'm grossed out because I recently found a, a a letter my grandmother wrote like literally yesterday, and she's talking about the sweet cream and stuff. Was it to you? No, it was like in the forties. It was like when she was young and st- so she was her own type I'm of sex read it message. At the open mic tonight. It's a, she, oh sweet. Oh, it's a doozy. There was dirt, oh she's dead. There was dirty talk in the nineteen forties. I thought a, she was a prude. She literally says she only had sex twice, and it was to make my aunt and my mother. And then I find this long letter downstairs, and it's detailed. She I did not a fuck know they ton words. foreplay. It wasn't very much foreplay at all. Yeah, it was just straight on. Well, she said it was, she's, the name of it is My First Date, and I love your face. It's the same face I had the whole time. I'm like, oh, that's going to be sweet. Like, he brings flowers. Oh, no, she, it's just some dude pulls up while she's sitting on a bench. Huh. There's more. There's more. T- I'll read it at the open mic. Okay. Well, okay, well I, I still I, got, like, twitchy eye from it. Like, uh, oh, God. <laughs> what do you mean? Thanks for bringing this podcast away now. juice in my belly. No! Whoa! Oh! Hey! <laughs> that's just a teaser. Yes, that's my, just a tip. My, my. My prudish grandmother. Like, where do you where do you learn to talk like that in the 1940s? <laughs> it says cut in it. I was like, I didn't even know that that was a word back then. <laughs> Your grandmother might have invented it. She was like a good church going Christian was lady. She, was it's she not the one that was going to talk about the clit story, but that's the other grandma. I was like, both my grandmas were hussies. <laughs> This one was honest about it. Was she with your grandfather at the time? That was the Was that the man? The st- no. 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 She didn't meet my grandfather till a few years after. I even went upstairs to ask my aunt. And she's like, when did, when did my mom and uh, papa get married? And she's like, oh, I think it was in 1946. I'm like, oh, shit. I'll take all sorts There's of There's some before. letters from, like, soldiers. And, or, and I thought it was my grandfather. I was like, I didn't know he was in the military. He's like, he wasn't. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is another is it, man. Were there any nudes? No, it was just letters. No. Just a bunch of letters I mean, I something gets some people off. Especially in times of war. <laughs> Did not know this about me. 
Guess what? <laughs> the front lines, another place you can't walk around barefoot because there's a whole bunch of semen. <laughs> 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 oh. That's funny. What's a good transition? So, back so, so back to a white man and a black man fighting in their underwear. <laughs> I would say the music well, for it was well, very Vincent Mann is fighting to get in between. I'm like, no, don't. Oh, <laughs> calm oh, down. I stop. Uh, I'm rubbing your chest. <laughs> well, what was the black guy's name? Uh, Tony Atlas. Atlas. He definitely had it. As oh, man. Black guys are usually a little bit bigger. And, it, it, uh, and the wangles? I don't know. It was just all of it. He was much more. And he was humble. Was humble. He had a really nice like uh, flow to his movements to show off each individual muscle. Well, he, he was an actual Mr. Yeah. USA winner. Yeah. And there's actually a really good story they used to hear uh, directly from Tony Atlas himself <laughs> when he wrestled for Georgia Championship Wrestling. Um, he showed everybody the pictures of him winning Mr. USA. And the booker at the time, Ole Anderson, the guy who put together the matches at Georgia Championship Wrestling, Saw those pictures and he said, You know what? I got a great idea. You're going to wrestle the NWA champion, Harley Race, at the Omni, and you're going to wear the same exact trunks that you wore at the Mr. USA contest in the actual match against Harley Race. And Tony Atlas was like, Well, posing trunks are different than wrestling trunks. They're a bit more flimsy. Like, My dick's going to come out. Yeah, that was kind of his concern. And I was like, I don't care. That's what you're doing. And also, too, they were like pinkish purple. And he's like, I don't feel comfortable doing that, but okay, I'll do it. And Harley Race saw that as soon as he got out to the ring and he just started laughing, laughing at Tony Atlas. Like, ah, what are those? And he goes, they're posing for this. <laughs> and, and, and Harley's like, ah, ha, 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 okay. So Harley Race, they're wrestling for about five minutes or so. Harley Race calls for... Uh, a backdrop to take a backdrop from Tony Atlas. Now, when he goes, when Harley Race poses, posts for that backdrop, he gets very low on Tony Atlas's back, like oddly low. And Tony's mm-hmm. like, "Well, that's an odd hand placement. He should be a little bit higher." Well, when when Tony Atlas went for the backdrop, Harley Race grabbed a hold of his posing trunks and held on, and then Tony Atlas immediately pushed Harley Race's feet over Tony's head. And as Harley came down, he was pulling off Tony Atlas's posing trunks. He stepped out of them, and Mm -hmm. he is butt naked in the center of the ring at a sold-out crowd at the Georgia Omni. And Harley Race took these posing trunks, wadded them up, and threw them in the crowd. Because that's awesome. and Tony, Tony, Tony Tony probably converted some white ladies that night. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's a thing. That's like. In like the seventies or early eighties, in Georgia, yeah, and that I'm sure was a very oh. interesting. Night. Oh yeah, if I had the vapors, oh my, <laughs> so, that's uh, good. Mm-hmm. I love Tony Atlas. I do too. He yeah. likes people to step on his face, like in the ring or just no, no, like like, like in that's the bedroom. His thing. That's, that's his, his kink. Thing. Yeah, other areas too. Good ball stomping. But speaking of people's things, so we have a little clip of a midget match, which got yeah. the classic midget spots. That <laughs> yep. we yeah, all the butts, all all the all the biting of butts and kickouts mm. and um, all that. But uh, I, I was thinking about when I was watching this, is like 
It was probably the largest crowd I've ever seen for a midget match, and I started oh, to think... Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. That's my alarm. Oh, time to wake up. Time to wake up, Mimi. Wake up, bitch. Time to slay. That's <laughs> 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 a Beyonce. But yeah, I started thinking about it, like, man, it mustn't suck to, like, a midget match to happen at Madison Square Garden, because you'd be in the cheap seats, and you wouldn't be able to see yeah. the goddamn thing. No, I don't... What's going on? Yeah, what are they doing? <laughs> what are they doing on there? So... <laughs> Some midgets? Oh, oh shit, it's midgets. Mm-hmm. And then also, do we get... Uh, Ivan Putsky doing a polka, which Vince McMahon really gets into. Oh, yeah, he was enjoying the hell out of that. Yeah. He was just throwing that woman around. Like, Vince was enjoying just throwing yeah, she, that woman she looked around. a little, sometimes. Mm-hmm. He's a strong-looking fella. He reminds me of Zach Baggins. I remember that down. You know I talk about, what you it's the Ghost Adventure show that I'm obsessed with. It's on yeah. the Travel Channel, Zach mm-hmm. Baggins. Have you heard of it? Yeah. And it's like him and... Uh, who was it, Alfred, Lord Alfred or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like, that's his Aaron. You ever watch the show? You is know their dynamic. Zach the main guy? Zach's the main douchey, okay. douchey guy. Even kind of Black looks spiky like, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah, you're talking yeah. about. He's just kind of got the same personality. Like, most people probably don't like him in a real way. <laughs> or ghost. <laughs> Ghosts are like, this fucking douche. Zach Baggins. <laughs> Zach douchebaggins. What? <laughs> name I'm sure itself. the first one that came up with that. I'm probably like no one's ever ever said it again. Yeah, he probably like, ne- never heard that at all through middle school. He's very douchey. Like so your mamma invented the word cut. <laughs> There's a little bit of prick in there too. Yeah, oh, just yeah. a little bit. Yeah, two inches to be specific. She's very specific with things. Mm-hmm. Very great writing. <laughs> I don't even have like the joke written for it. I'm literally just going to pull it on and see what fucking happens. Like, and there's some other stuff. I too, think that's what your grandma already did. Like, yeah. Just pull it out and well, let me what tell happens. you what happened. <laughs> well, your mother and your aunt. <laughs> oh my lord! I don't know. <laughs> there was some butter juice in her belly. <laughs> I hope it's just a story and not like a true thing. But who knows? <laughs> She's dead. I can never ask. I can yeah. just make my own. Yeah, yeah. No, she was a virgin until she. You can get your buddy Zach Baggins to do a little seance for you and. He brings about negative energy, so that's not my vibe. Probably because all the Nickelback he listens to. Well, speaking of sweet cream. um, (laughs) Good transition. That's really what we're known here for. uh, Well, yeah, and I'm going to have to work for it on this show because it's a hodgepodge and we (laughs) have a hodgepodge conversation. Because even Gorilla Monsoon didn't have transitions for this. No, no. This was like, it's a blooper reel inside of a blooper reel. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And they had uh, Hulk Hogan with Vince and Lord Alfred making the Python powder. <laughs> yeah. Which they've got the full skit of this on Hulk's DVD. I don't know why they just didn't play the full thing of this. Because <laughs> we had half an hour of a pie fight to get in. Oh, well, we're going to get yeah, into that. Bad. And we, I've got, we got to dissect that blow mm. by blow. Because I, if we think that Freddie Blassie was problematic, <laughs> there are issues with that wedding guy scene. was pissed. He was yeah. about stuff. He's but we got the, the the python powder, and I just wondered like how bad or how good it actually was. But I, I assumed it was just regular protein powder. It was the pills he was taking. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is explaining a lot. He just, I, I, you know, very much out of character for Hulk Hogan, just to take a handful of pills yeah. and just throw them down his mouth in the 1980s. Yeah, that probably never happened. Usually snort it, right? I yeah, yeah exactly. That or inject point. it. That, that was my exact point. You snort it. That's what he would do. Right in his butt. Um, but <laughs> but snortins, <laughs> and then the, then Gorilla Monsoon talks about the biggest blooper of all time. Which oh was, yeah, which, which was, was just a spot in a match. Which is just a standard spot mm-hmm. in every match where where the manager accidentally hits his client with a chair, and mm-hmm. actually, um, 
Tony Atlas and Rocky Johnson win the tag team titles, yeah. which is actually the first time ever, I believe, an African-American won a title mm-hmm. in the WWF, which that's a little weird that you're like, oh, this is the biggest blueprint mistake of all time. <laughs> when he had the three stars on his butt. He's like, there was a tag team. It was two black guys. Yes. The red. Oh, that made me feel happy inside because all them white people in the old days were like, woo, yes. Like, yeah, they beat racism for a minute. There. For just a minute. They yeah. beat it. For yes. a three count. First time special, an African-American had um, won a uh, championship. And that was the blooper that he was talking about. Yeah. It wasn't the fact that somebody had with a chair. It was just the two black dudes in the 80s is one. Yeah, can you believe black guys won no, a my God. <laughs> We're not going to do this until Ahmed Johnson in 1996. <laughs> Enjoy it. We're 10 years away from seeing it again. We're going to give give it to a, a Hawaiian and call him Japanese <laughs> at some point in the middle of this, too. A couple of times over, in fact. A few times. <laughs> um, and then they talk about Salvatore Belomo making a pizza mm. and saying he doesn't need a rolling pin, but he actually needed a rolling yeah. pin. So that was, that was weird. Mm. Um, I like that everything they called bloopers were just shit they had actually written. Or improv. Yeah. Or yeah, necessarily no bloopers. bloopers. No. There yeah, was, it didn't really, there wasn't too much. There's no real mistake. No, this was just what someone wrote on paper. Yeah, this, this was a skit that they came mm. up with on, on the way they were doing. Like, this is just very, I guess back in the, back when, when did you say this was, 85? Yes. Everybody was just fucking stupid. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, there's parts of, like, you guys think this is funny. Like, all the love advice stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you can hear people laughing in the background. And, like... I kept going, like, is, like, you know, Pat Patterson holding a gun to your head yeah. now, forcing you to laugh? Like, I don't understand why you guys think this is funny. Like, <laughs> like there there are comedies from 85 that still hold up. Yeah. Or, or at least you can be like, yeah, I can see why you thought that was funny back then. Yeah. Where this, I'm like, no, I can't see why this is funny at all. Yeah. You know? Even, like, the first thing where Andre the Giant, like, like, lean, like, bent over. Gave him the butt. Gave him the butt. I did that spot two weeks ago. Yeah. You know? Doing that spot next match I have. Yeah, I was wondering what was so... I guess I was figuring they were just a little scared of the queerness of it. I'm like, that's kind of funny. Right? <laughs> I, I was Andre the Giant's butt, right? Yeah. yeah. When, it, when it started off, I thought the blooper was the fact gave him that big boot to the face and, like, legit knocked him out. Yeah, because I, I thought, thought that was, was the blooper. And I then, like, the way... that lame, yeah. And then the way they fucked up all the, like, the editing to, like make that happen it's like was that the blooper but then him taking the butt like there it is like oh well that's mm. i saw three others on the way here i'm glad it's not just me being skeptical i'm glad you guys are saying like yeah it was kind of like i don't know yeah. that's well that's that's yeah. the weird thing about pro wrestling is like you're supposed to be this outrageous character where if you're an outrageous character in football you would put that in a blooper reel yeah and if you do something where you look like a moron that's kind of what just pro wrestling is but if yeah. you do something like a moron in a baseball game that ends up on a blooper reel. Yeah. So, like, it's very hard to have a blooper when you're shooting for a blooper when it's just really part of your job. It's it, it's very, very odd. I was more blown away that he did a goddamn <laughs> drop down. Yeah. Like, he did the drop down. It's like, there's no way he's going to get up in time for anything. And then it was butt. I was like, oh, okay. Or that. Mm-hmm. Or butt stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, butt stuff. Yeah, but stuff. Well, it's also dick stuff because he runs into it and it hurts his dick. Yeah. You're supposed to sell your dick, too. No, um, yeah. dicks and butt stuff. Dicks and butts. I don't understand how there's not any flamboyant, like, that's their gimmick is to be the queer because they had, like, the Canadians running around with the Canadian flag. And like, oh, I mean, there were. There were. Well, I, just, know, I remember that. That's so why I'm saying there's no, there's never been, like, a, I guess, gold dust. 
kind of. Yeah, I mean, back then they they looked like uh, Adrian Adonis, who we also didn't talk about that had a spot at the very beginning of this. He was, a, yeah, I read that. I well, was he, excited he's also next to him. And, okay, okay, that might, I had it out. Him, okay. him, him and Dick Murdoch walking the streets in New York. Yeah, I thought that was earlier. Okay, yeah, no, that's 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 right here right now. And like when Adrian falls off that horse, like <laughs> he committed. To yeah. falling off that horse. I'm just going to fall off this goddamn horse. Well, he was probably so coked up at the yeah. time. Let's let's be honest. Um, but, like, he committed to falling off that horse. And I'm kind of glad they replayed it, like, 17 times. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm going to, like, commit to falling off a horse and landing on my head and almost breaking my neck, I want you to replay that yeah. as much as possible. <laughs> well, he's dead Royalties. now, right? Yeah. That's the one, because I want another one of my ghost shows. I got all excited for that. Because... There's a ghost show about Adrian Adonis? <laughs> Hold on a second. Whoa! This is the only reason I know who he is. I got so excited. Ooh! Apparently, he was BFFs with, um, I don't know if they said it like that, but BFFs, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah. Yes. And he was like in a car with a bunch of other wrestlers or some shit, and they Mm. drove off a cliff. Mm. Not not intentionally, I'm guessing. But no, there's a show. Suicide Pact. Well, no, it's called, um, well, Rowdy Roddy Piper was on Celebrity Ghost Stories forever ago. There's a spinoff called The Haunting of, and they have one that's The Haunting of Rowdy Roddy Piper. What? I'm like, yeah, I knew you guys were going to be, you have to watch oh, it. Oh, please tell us every bit of this. Yeah. Well, we, so we are getting to the end of it. Like, we've only got a half an hour. You can do another half an hour about this. It's yeah. okay. I love it. I'm getting chilly. I love this show so much. Um, but it's a spinoff of Celebrity Ghost Stories. Y'all ever heard of that? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they actually take the celebrities and they give a psychic, like, the psychic lady who's a boss and a lover. And she'll go to the place where they experience their experience and talk about it. And the whole thing was at Rowdy Roddy's house up in uh, Canada. He's passed away too now, right? Yes. yes. Well, then he got his wish. But, whoa. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. It's in the show. Watch it. It's only 30 minutes. She goes up to his cool-ass place up in Canada that he's been living at forever. And they kind of learn the history of like his parents or his dad or whatever. It was a Mountie. And Rowdy Roddy Piper is my favorite of all time. Even though I found out later he was a bad guy. I think I was just too young to catch on to that. But, uh, yeah, he was being haunted by Adrian Adonis and a whole bunch of other wrestlers. They even have, like, uh, actors come in and play them, like, with the mist behind them. <laughs> and he was, like, telling the story how they were best <laughs> friends, and he died the way he did. And, like, he, I don't know, he, like, tried to set his house on fire at one point in front of his kids. Adrian Adonis did. What is that, like Piper? <laughs> yeah, and then Piper comes, well, their house is on fire, and he runs in there, and there's, like, just a few logs knocked out of the fireplace. And he's like, oh, shit, my house. And when he's trying to get everything cleaned up, and he looks up, and there's Adrian Adonis just standing there like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> He would just be a dick about it, but he's like, they were, he's like a good guardian angel type of thing. But I love that that's how I know who Adrian Adonis is. I, like, oh, I love that that's how you know who he's Adrian Adonis is, is too. Hunting. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's a really good show. Uh, and see, and Roddy Piper, like, he'd always tell the same goddamn stories all the time about him hitting Snooka with the... the Joking Hit with a coconut. Why couldn't he tell this story yeah. on a live microphone? Oh, he tells it. He gets very emotional. Oh. And his dad's ghost come out, and he's like, I don't want to talk to you. So what? what is the whole he got his wish thing? Oh, well, that was at the end of it. She's like, he says, uh, Adrian Adonis was saying that he comes down there, and he keeps, he like will sit by himself and hope he dies. He hopes he goes to sleep and doesn't wake up. Because he had emotions and stuff. <laughs> He's an emo guy. And I guess he got it. That's what I said. He would go down there all the time and just kind of be like, take me now. <laughs> and uh, what was it? Uh, he called him by his real name, though. I can't remember what that was. It wasn't Adrian Adonis or something else. I don't know. It's pretty interesting. I like ghost stuff. I like ghost stuff. That's awesome. 
<laughs> I just watched it like literally like two weeks ago. So well, that's why it's still fresh. I'm gonna be watching brain. it in a couple hours. Well, so Adrian Adonis, as it goes, probably has unfinished business because when he had that car accident, yeah, the, the, he, there was two cars, and the car that was following them, I guess, pulled up and went to them to check on them mm-hmm. and stole their wallets. Oh no! And then just took off and left. <laughs> hey, y'all car. dead? I yeah, that's, that's what they did. <laughs> Uh, like that was that was the story behind it, how shitty his fucking death was. Damn. Like, they, like that was, that's the sad thing about Adrian Adonis is like the end of his career because he he got to be a little bit larger and Vince hated guys that were out of shape. Oh yeah, he, he got big at the end. Yeah, yeah, so he put him. He did kind of a flamboyant gay gimmick in mm-hmm. the flower I think shop. He had the leather thing around his neck and he went blonde. And yeah. They said that, that his ghost was like the young, thin, dark-haired one. Mm-hmm. Then. Yeah, he was. He was a fucking. Stud when he was earlier, but he, for whatever reason he put on more weight, which was funny because, according to Brickhouse Brown, he had a massive coke habit, <laughs> like so much that because like coke would be mixed with different things or like baking soda or whatever. I don't know, but I guess some drug dealers would mix uh, coke with baby laxative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Adrian Adonis snorted <laughs> so much coke. That it caused him to fucking shit everywhere. <laughs> Uncontrollably. In a, in, a, in a match? No, just in a hotel room after a uh, show. I was wondering that about these because I was like, what if they have an upset tummy and they're doing all that shit? Mm-hmm. And just, I mean, people have I shit. imagine so. I didn't know why that wasn't in there. No, a couple guys that have shit like themselves. Andre the Di- uh, Andre the Giant shit on Brick- uh, uh, Bad News Brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's ironic. A lot of coke to find yeah, him. do that. <laughs> Takes 70, 70 liters of vodka to get him drunk. Which coat does it take? And speaking of Andre the Giant, we get to see a little bit of him being the best guest guest talk show host mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, like that was great. Like that, that whole fun. little segment, and he's doing the fish song, he engulfs <laughs> Alfred's face, you know, because, I mean, and that's the thing, too, that, that, that's probably, like, a joke he did all the time, because people always want to see his hands, and it's like, yeah. oh, you want to match up against hands? Well, there you go. I'm bigger than his, his yeah. old goddamn head. That's how big I am. So. Yeah, he seemed nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see the, the documentary on HBO. Yeah, about that should be pretty soon, isn't it? April 10th. That's definitely something oh, cool. we're going to watch yeah. an episode about, for sure, so. But rolling into your good friend, Roddy Piper, The Piper's yeah. Pit with Cindy Lauper. Yeah, I, as soon as I saw them together and I saw, um, what's his name? Blue Albana? Yeah, I saw him come out. I was like, oh, yeah, that's where I knew him. And then he did, he kind of ruined my excitement. I was like, oh, don't be mean to her. Oh, no. Was that real? That wasn't real. No, it, it was, was all, it. it was all. It was all written down. All, all, I felt all, like she would have been more flamboyant if she was faking it. All, it's all a thing. Now yeah, she did hit him a couple of times. So it was nice. And well, I mean, Piper ended up kicking her right in the head. No. Nah. Uh, on, on like a like an MTV thing, she didn't, he didn't really uh, kick her in the head. He always claims he kicked her in the head, but what happened was is she had her head on his boot and he kicked his boot. So then it looked like he kicked her, and he always said he kicked her, mm-hmm. and people said that he kicked her when really yeah. it was all staged to set up that way. But the the headline probably read Roddy Piper kicks Cindy Lauper in the head. Yeah, so. I still don't know why he was always my favorite. Then I was a kid, kid. I don't remember. I had three dolls, and I think I told you this before. It was Hulk Hogan, Rowdy Rowdy Piper, and the old school Sting when Sting was still blonde and you know mm-hmm. less sad all the time. <laughs> and, and not the crow. He's just or the Joker. Or the Joker. He did that. Like somebody hugged that poor guy. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't like him at all after that. It's like he needs to cheer up. That, that's the Undertaker's thing. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Now, are, are we ready to dive into Jesus. this Lord. Butcher Vachon <laughs> wedding reception? Because I have I have more notes about this than I have the whole prior part of this video. Yeah. Now, granted, <laughs> it is probably a half an hour long. There's a lot of it, yeah. But there's a lot of goddamn shit in here that I feel like we need to talk about. Uh, I like the setting. It looks like they rented out a VFW. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Have this, like, I mean, what do you think Butcher Vashon would have his reception? Uh, in a place that he'd be wrestling at a couple years later? <laughs> like, yeah, that, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> sounds just... He was probably part of that VFW. They probably like <laughs> let him drink there for free. Um, you have everybody doing toasts. Of course, George Animal Steel uh, asking for a toast. Uh, <laughs> Pumpernickel. Yeah. Get oh, yeah, it? Yeah. Get yeah. it? Captain Lou, now you just call him Captain. I just kind of 
avoid him using usually. Or that. As I was like, I don't mind him because they're very, very. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say you just said you don't mind him. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a point. Because I never see him. Well, like most of my family. Because I avoid him. Yeah, I do. I do. He's a extra. Is he basic? basic no, basic. no, the opposite this of that for sure. Like no, he is. He's got like a a full mohawk and he's cool. a big old boy, big old boy, and just um, very. You know, I have a gun. <laughs> like, yeah, there's so many things know. going on here. I definitely not. Is he Republican? Uh, no, Science? I don't know. I don't know if they really. I don't <laughs> they give a fuck about this. Okay, cool. Yeah, he doesn't shop at Dicks anymore. The Bengals are just wild. Mm-hmm. You're just a wild bunch yeah. for sure. Well, speaking of wild bunch, right? I know. I said that the wedding reminded me of Brock's memorial, uh, or what he would have wanted for. <laughs> <laughs> Like Lord have mercy. <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh, uh, Brock White would have wanted uh, a butcher of a Sean wedding yeah. reception as his you know going away party. Definitely, people dancing with Diamond Lil, um, abusing a midget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sky Lolo getting the shit stuff. Oh jeez, like poor, poor Sky Lolo. Poor Sky Lolo just picked up like a child. Mm-hmm. That cake was bigger than he was. Oh poor Sky Lolo, and I like how Doctor D. Like you know, instigates like this whole food fight thing mm-hmm. and like hits the bride mm-hmm. very hard in the face with a yeah. pie. Like very hard and butcher the he didn't husband. Do anything. He laughed. laughed at that right in her face. I swear I could have like that. Why was the bell on the whole time too? I thought it was, she was gonna be a dude halfway through. Yeah. I was waiting for a better payoff there. Yeah. There was no payoff there at all. I don't I don't know what was that, that normal was. Back then? Leave the veil on. I thought the whole point after you got married was you went off. Yeah, I, I, I maybe don't she know. was just that ugly. Maybe that was the point. Yeah, Butcher Sean's like, I got standards, guys. Is yeah. this the woman you got to play my wife in this wedding ceremony? Yeah. Come on, I you keep sure the veil on. Do something. That's mm-hmm. the whole point. Like you just hit your wife. You got. You suck. <laughs> you just sat there and laughed. Ha! Until until animal this uh, George Animal still walks back in, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and the slowest pie in the face ever. Oh, well, this was the slowest food fight yeah. ever. And also, too, it should be noted that, like, Dr. D started all this, but he, it's, the first thing he does is he takes a tablecloth and puts it over top of his clothes as if, like, hey, I can't get these clothes messy because I'm going to go out later. <laughs> these, and, um, these are my courting gear. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I felt like he was doing because like, I had, cause he wouldn't get involved when it got really messy, and he made sure they put, like, two tablecloths over top of him, like, come on, guys, let's <laughs> throw down. Like, but wash my face. Yeah, just like. See, I definitely would have just like, I'm just going to go outside. Cause I'm trying to get sticky. I got a pomade up in here. I'm not picking that up. So. It was real sweet ass tank top and cowboy boots. You know, you couldn't get that shit fucked up. But like, yeah, this was like. I have a question. I was like, is this supposed to be funny? <laughs> it was like the longest, slowest, lethargic mm-hmm. food spot I've ever seen before. I figured they were just kind of drunk. It was probably really fun for them. But yeah, just, like, this might have been real. Like, here it comes. Here. Well, that, that's what's concerning about me is like, because we had the, the masked man and the masked woman. Mm-hmm. The masked woman gets straight up sexually <laughs> harassed. It, 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 am, I, am I right? It, it was a different time. <laughs> Still sexual harassment. Though. Like, just they, with a different year. <laughs> Calm down, snowflakes. <laughs> How do I even remember that at one point? Like, my snowflake brain! What do I do? Because they, like, lifted up her skirt, and then, like, they were, and then they were trying to rip her shirt up. And then they they cut, like, a few seconds later, and, like, Vince McMahon is escorting her away, and she's holding on to her top that is in tatters. 
And I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? Am I watching the Coliseum mm-hmm. home video version of The okay. Accused right yeah, now? Is. Like, is this Jodie Foster under this mask oh, right Lord. now? Like, Hey, guys, this is a gangbang. <laughs> like... And, and, and Vince McMahon is the one who saves the day, which well, is the last person in the world. That's arguably he's the one that took her somewhere else. Yeah, that's how he's <laughs> okay. like, oh, he might have been the one that the ended the day. Okay, let, let's. Oh okay, yeah, good. I'm not going to give him all the credit in the world for. No, not Vince Kennedy Killer McMahon. <laughs> As we learned in our last episode, that guy's back. <laughs> Billy Jack Haynes dropping new information. Oh yeah, update from our last episode. Yeah, he's he uh, admitted that he was took part in the missing uh, in a, in a, a murder of two missing kids, throwing them on train tracks, or at least getting rid of their bodies mm-hmm. and putting them on train tracks to make it look like they were hit by the train. Mm-hmm. This is a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Billy Jack Haynes, the topic of our Wasn't last that a discussion. Was show back in the day with the ground kicking dude? Yes, and that's not where the he. Same got, that's what that not the same person. Okay. But he stole. That's where he got the name. That's where he got. The oh, name. I got you. Because he was also from the north northwest as well, so he kind of took that. And that was his wrestling character was Billy oh, Jack Haynes. Yeah, he had he, Billy Jack. He had the hat and everything, hmm. but he was also a, a psychopath, mob, a psychopath, and person. I believe he was also a mob enforcer mm-hmm. as well. And that was one of the things that got cut out. Of either the original shooter interview or this interview that he did with mm. Rob Feinstein, and that was like the thing that Rob said he was losing sleep over. I'm assuming, mm-hmm. and that was the thing that got cut out. But yeah, pretty common thing for mob people is you murder somebody, you put them on train tracks, mm-hmm. and then they blame it on kids getting high. Yeah, sleeping on the train tracks. That sounds deep. And then he said he was also muscle in a drug deal that involved uh, the Clintons. Because he was in Arkansas when all this was going mm-hmm. down. And the Clintons were a part of it. Which Clintons? Bill. Oh, yeah. He seems like the, he's... The, so... the big one. Can you just tell from his face he's enjoyed some things? George Clinton. <laughs> oh, shit. Some, somebody stepped to the fucking, <laughs> you know, the master of fun. I did a show once where George Clinton was performing at the venue right downstairs. Yeah. And, like, there was, like, three people in our show, and then there was lines of people going to this, and it's just like, boom, boom. It's like, what are we even doing here? <laughs> yeah, why are we doing this? You guys think we can all just sneak There's in? Like the back entrance. Can we just do that and say, fuck the show? <laughs> I want to say George Clinton. He was in town, like, two weekends ago. Yeah, dude, he's, like, really old. He's never going to die. It's crazy. No, it's all the weed. He's made of 90% smoke. You can't die. He's got the funk, man. Yeah. He's got the funk inside of him. Probably has some other funks, too. <laughs> well, I'm sure there was Dick a- funk. He likes all the funk. Oh, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of funk in this VFW hall when <laughs> we're all said and done and everybody's sliding around. Anything more we can say about this fucking train wreck or <laughs> Thank God. attempt at fucking comedy? Yeah. Thank God it's over. I mean, yeah, it's, it looked more fun to participate in than to watch, for sure. Yeah, uh, this was... Like that was their big, the big climax to this whole mm-hmm. video. And like, there was like, far better things than this. You could have started with this. Of course, if they had started with this, I probably would have just been like, I'm just gonna turn this shit off. But like, you you cut short like the whole segment with Hulk Hogan and, and the, mm-hmm. the Python powder, which mm-hmm. that whole segment's actually pretty entertaining. Yeah, you cut short a lot of the other segments. Oh, uh, the fucking um. The head shrinkers cooking food. Yeah, like that was okay. Oh, that was weird. Yeah, it was weird, but it was all right. But I liked it better it than fish guts. It just yeah. 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 Alfred Hayes just fucking with it was the best part. How many times on Tuesday Night Titans did Alfred Hayes look at something and turn <laughs> his nose up to it? Yeah, like it have to be like an astronomical number. <laughs> he he always just ate. 
Because that was yeah, an excuse for not eating the, the fish soup and why I didn't want to have the protein shake. Mm-hmm. I I just ate before I got here. Also, did you did I ever tell you the fabulous story about Alfred Hayes on how he got um, got to be such a large fixture, especially in America? Well, actually, mm-hmm. how he got to be able to come over from the UK to the States. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. I remember a certain story about him. Okay, I might have said it on this podcast, but basically he, what he did is he was at a wrestling event in the UK, and not a lot of like UK wrestlers were able to come over to America because they just didn't know how good or bad they were, and those things never crossed over. But Alfred Hayes was smart to realize, hey, I need to be in America if I want to make it. So there was a wrestling event, and before the wrestling event, the Queen would come down and shake wrestlers with all shake hands with all the wrestlers. And Alfred Hayes paid a professional photographer to be at ringside and said, make sure you get the perfect angle so you get a picture of me shaking hands with the Queen and try and keep all the other wrestlers out of it. Like, he made sure he was right on the end so it looked like he was the only one shaking hands mm-hmm. with the Queen in the ring. And he got a picture of it, and when he sent a letter in to all these U.S. promoters, he included that picture of him shaking hands with the Queen. <laughs> so he looked like a bigger star than what he really was. Smart. So, like, come on over, and that has led to him having this long career and working with WWF during Hayes. Oh. So. <laughs> well, cool. So we both know a lot of things. Mine's just more ghostly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that shit. I think he even talks about... Um, this is right when I stopped watching it. He was the blonde guy that died. Uh, he was doing a... a oh, Owen Hart. Yeah, yeah. He was there, too. Okay. He was one of the other wrestlers. I remembered all that, too. Is that Haunt? Yeah. Haunt and Rowdy Roddy Piper's <laughs> house in Canada. What did he do? Tie his shoelaces together? <laughs> and then all of a sudden he saw Owen Hart going, well, they, messed with this, they, they fucked with his kids a lot. Like, they would just, you know, the kids would kind of see him in the distance or whatever when they were trying to play and scare him and stuff. Oh, <laughs> I don't think he, like, fucked with them in that kind of no, no, they didn't get him like a real weird way. No, he said there's a. She said there's a whole bunch of them here, and they're all just creeping on you. I should I should ask the his son Colt if that's yeah. the case. Uh, so I, Colt. Hey, what's up, Colt Tomes? Uh, <laughs> did, did did you run into any ghosts as a child? And he went, "No, my dad's so full of shit." <laughs> <laughs> my dad was fucked up. So often. My dad had fucking problems. Mm-hmm. Every time he put oh, on yeah. sunglasses, it was always a bad <laughs> yeah. day. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got haunted by Adrian Adonis. Yeah, that happened because my dad would dress up like him. <laughs> he did. You can definitely tell. He's like, "You've had a rough life," and that took me a minute. I was like, "I think he is dead now." Shit. Well, how did he die? Roddy Roddy Piper. Did you do a rowdy? Yeah. Well, if you ask Billy Jack Haynes, Vince McMahon killed him. Mm-hmm. You got some yeah. deep stuff in this little industry. Mm-hmm. Little, sorry, I didn't mean to. No, it's fine. You can call it little. Being sexist or something. It's your little, your little thing. You're, so you're, you're, you're little your guy's little hobby. Little club. It's cute. Your little skits. Our skits that. Uh, had a running time of an hour and 17 minutes. Yeah. Which, even though this this video wasn't quite as good, will cause us to probably watch more in the future. Yes, of so, course. Uh, if, if the ones with actual wrestling on it. Yes, we'll probably have a little bit more detailed discussion. But uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, this, it was there. Was it, this, is, this is the proto version of Coliseum Home Video. This is where it all started. Anything else you want to say about this video? No. Mm. No, I enjoyed it. I'm glad I put the ghost on your, your podcast. I, I, like, I think she's really into this stuff. No. Like, yeah, I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. It's got a lot of time to kill. 
Well, maybe before we get out of here, you have a live microphone in front of you. This is going to come out tomorrow. Do you okay. want to plug anything? Twitter, Instagram, uh, shows? Well, my everything's just at Mimi Benfield for the most part. Uh, Wednesday nights, Crown Station, Charlotte. Maybe the rest of it's just out of state. Maybe mm-hmm. in Virginia, some part of Virginia. I'm not even sure where it's at. Maybe Richmond or something. Maybe. Who knows? I'll Google it before I go. Funny bone. But, yeah. Check me out. Come laugh at the open mic. Jake's there. I make him go a little longer. <laughs> Shh, cut that out. No. <laughs> it's like, the good ones can go a little longer. He's <laughs> like, why don't I get to go longer? You figure it out, man. You fucking know why. He <laughs> wrote some jokes. And then <laughs> Zane, like I said, this comes out tomorrow. Uh, anything you got coming up that other people know about? Uh... No. Uh, at PWF tomorrow night, which will be Friday. Mm-hmm. Hubert, North Carolina. Roast of Bob Keller on Sunday, March 18th, and then Queens of Combat on Doubleheader on March 24th in Gibsonville, North Carolina. Also, don't forget about Yadkinville, March 31st, AML Wrestling. Okay. Because I'll be there with you. Yes. And I will be I will be at PWX mm-hmm. uh, March 25th, so make sure you can look that up. a wrestling thing to plug. Just make one up. Just punch Ben Stacy at the show. Say some letters and yeah. say that you'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> Mimi Benfield will be punching Ben Stacy in the face. Muskrat at, Sprinkle. Yeah. Muskrat Sprinkle. Gosh. Come out to see Muskrat Sprinkle at M-B-O-M-W-F. Okay. Mimi Benfield's yeah. Open Mic Wrestling Federation. Dope. Yeah, I can add violence to the Open Mic. Why not? Yeah. Why not? I'll okay. just throw them off the stage when they're done. It's not the first time that there's been a, a fight at the end of Crown Station open mic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that's just what you guys did. <laughs> yeah, we've had one recently, but man, I've seen some doozies. And some doozies. Well, speaking of some doozies and some doozies, uh, some people have uh, not been relieving reviews, so we're going to have to <laughs> bring up the same people that we brought up last week uh, on iTunes. Uh, donut Donut. 1978 is still the most recent review on <laughs> iTunes. I will read the review once again. Uh, how did these two get a podcast? <laughs> the This goes to show any two idiots with a mic can have a podcast. Uh, five-star review. Yes! Currently the the most recent iTunes review. And like I said, it's five folks, out of what? He doesn't seem to like out here. Yeah, no kidding. I know, <laughs> but, you know, it, it's down. He could have left one star and it means the same amount. Don't tell him that. Uh, no, reviews mean reviews, man. I know, but is let's still the, let it, we still want the fives also for I vanity like sake. I like the fives, but I understand why they would leave a one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we get it. Just... I get it. But but of course, like we will, we read the the newest review on iTunes and also the the newest review on Stitcher, which is still Ko Eight Wrestling, uh, entitled "Great Show." Jake and Zane are great. Cheap plug for RHPW versus Ko Eight Wrestling on YouTube. Cool. Like I said, you can leave a review on Stitcher or iTunes, and we will plug whatever it is you're trying to plug. We're we're not above it. We just read whatever in default <laughs> mode is the newest review. I'm about to go do I don't have iTunes, but I'll figure it out. Exactly. You, you, you could plug your, your, your Twitter, your Instagram, do whatever. I will say it every single week until I'll do a new a whole one shows thing, up. But just talk about me. Yeah. I'll go right ahead. If you want to leave your write up in the bio. <laughs> 
most certainly will encourage that. And we also encourage... Four stars. We <laughs> also encourage anybody to point out any mistakes or any corrections we need to make. But make sure you tweet me at Manning or email me at jake at sslshow.com. Make sure you log on to howdothisgetbooked.com. And like I said, make sure you leave a review on iTunes, but also so make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, SoundCloud, or whenever podcasts are available. This has been another edition of How Did This Get Booked. Woo!